this morning we did a lot of talking. It's a lot of conceptual, intellectual stuff. So <clears throat> this afternoon I kind of wanted to move into the experimental rank. Experiential realm. Yeah, the realm. There's a word. Um, so, um, what we're going to do is um, we're going to start. I'll just explain it first, and then we'll do it. Um, we're going to uh, start with with looking at something. It's going to be our hand, and and looking at it from ordinary mind. And then we're just going to look at it and then describe it. And we're going to do this all together so you can just say stuff out loud. That would be great if you did that. Um, so everybody can kind of join in. And then, then we're going to switch and go to a, a, subtler, uh, a subtler view. We're going to continue to look at the hand, but we're going to look at it um, not so much like we do just looking at it every day. We're going to kind of open our, our uh, perspective up about a, a little bit, and then look at it and see if it looks the same. And we'll describe what it looks like or what, what are you sensing about your hand. And then we're going to go to a, to a third place where we uh, locate awareness in the hand. So from within the hand. And then what do you notice there? So that's, that's what we're doing. Laurie? Can, yes. can you go through those three things again, please? Sure. Um, the first one is just looking at the hand from the ordinary mind, like you always look at a hand. And then, uh, and then you are going to say what you notice. What, you know, what, what do you feel? What do you see? You know, and, and to say as much as you want about it. It looks red, or it looks wrinkly, or it looks smooth, or you know, whatever. Just you know, whenever you look at a hand, with it. And the second one is is from the subtle body, and you you look at it, and you may feel aliveness in it. Um, it's still a subject-object view, but you're kind of away from it a little bit more. You're more looking. Um, from a, more, from a bigger perspective. So we're going towards shifting is what we're doing in the vernacular. And the third one, we're gonna just, um, we're gonna, as I said, locate the awareness in the hand. So what's required for that is we, we, we are dropping our awareness into our body and then kind of opening up like we normally do. And then we, Put that awareness inside the hand. It sounds crazy, but it's doable. Let's try it. And then see what you notice from there. Okay. Questions? Okay, so we'll just check it out. All right. Would this be as if the hand was a sense organ? Um. I suppose so. It, it, I mean, you'll notice, you'll have some yes, because you may have feeling, or you may see something. So yes, yes. But you're seeing it within. Your awareness is the in- The vantage point of the hand. The vantage point of the hand. Yeah, that's exactly it. Well said. 
Okay, so first we're gonna, um, this is gonna be strange language, but anyway, we're dropping into the ground of being. So we just drop down, this is like, we're gonna shift. So we just drop our awareness down. Usually we have awareness, okay, I looked at the whole explanation. Um, so usually when we're looking at anything, from the ordinary mind, we have subject object. So we're, we're looking through our eyes and at something. So, so we're here and the other thing is over there. And we're, we're distinguished for two different things. And, um, but what I'm suggesting that we do is we can start there, but where we're headed is, is to drop our awareness below our neck. So you drop it down like you do belly or you drop it into your heart either way. And by doing that, you're no longer in the world of subject object. The second realm, you're still kind of in a subject object, but by the third one, you're out of the realm of subject object, you're just, um, just object. So let's try that, okay? So, so we just rest for a minute. Just rest here for a moment. Just kind of get ready, and then we just put the hand out in front of us. You can look at this side. You can look at this side. Doesn't matter. And then um, tell me what you observe in your hand. It's just the usual way of looking at your hand. What do you see? Anybody? Blotches. Blotches. Good. Okay. What else? Veins. Veins, great. What else? The lines that palm readers use. Yeah, great. The lines in the palms that palm readers use. That's great. Anything else? Color of the hand. And then also some blue kind of the joints, maybe where blood's going through or something. Uh huh. Great. Knuckles. Knuckles, okay. What, Nilda? Oh, I was going to say the difference in the color of the skin between where I burned myself and where I didn't. <laughs> okay. Different colorations of the skin, okay. I know this, I have a very peculiar hand. I have a little pocket in it from, from the pull and the tendons in my hand. Anyone else? some freckles on the back of my hand. Freckles, great. Creases on the fingers. Good. Scars. Scars. Anything else? The wrinkles on the knuckles from the back. Wrinkles. And the lines. Knuckles from the inside. Huh. Lines on the knuckles, front and back. Okay, excellent. That's a lot of description. That's perfect. So that's that's the way we look at the hand normally. So now what we're going to do is we look from a subtler view. <clears throat> so think dropping down, 
dropping down, dropping your awareness down out of your normal eyes and to just looking at the hand, getting a subtle view. So it's not just what you were seeing before. You're looking at it from a semi-shifted place. So your awareness is now still on the hand, but it's not coming directly from the eyes. Do you notice any difference now from when you looked at it a minute ago? Yes. What do you notice? Um, it's less about like the topical features and more about like the feeling tone, I guess. Like it, I feel warm. Good. Very good. I feel less connected to it. Mm -hmm. It's an object in space. Ah, very good. Yeah, I know it's the space that takes up. Interesting. Very good. Anyone else? Jean has her hand up. I'm sorry, I wasn't looking. Jean. It wouldn't let me unmute. I, it's pulsating, tingling. Uh, it's alive. Like uh, I didn't feel it when I was looking at it from the veins and you know the structure of the hand. Now it feels like pulsating with life. Yeah, yeah. So this is a different, different perspective, right? We're getting more of a feeling tone. It's not just the outside. We're starting to go into it. Anyone else? Uh, Marla. I'm aware that it is jealous. I'm looking at my left hand. It is jealous of my right hand because I'm <laughs> right-handed and this one I couldn't use to save my life. Oh, interesting. That's really interesting. And Marla, I have a similar but different experience. My left hand, which I rarely use and rarely focus on, is like, finally, you notice me. Oh. Anyone else? I can't really look from the lower place because the vision is so dominant. I have the sense of being down below and looking through my eyes as if they were a periscope. But mm. so there's only a very subtle difference. It is a little more looking at my left hand than my dominant right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyone else? Any comment? Oh, uh, Lisa has her hand up, and I think she, you can. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Um, yeah, my hand seems to have a mind of its own, <laughs> a life of its own. It's just making these motions that I feel like I'm really not sending any signal or messages to it. 
it's just kind of decided to make certain movements, um, which is pretty interesting. It's almost as though it just wants to move. Yeah. Yeah, all of a sudden the hand has gotten really lively. Um, Rosemary, do you have your hand up? Yes, I do. Um, so um, it, uh, it says like it's an offering, the hand for an offering and um, to make things. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not, should I stop recording? I didn't remember. Um, is there anyone that objects to being recorded? If there's any objection whatsoever, we'll turn it off. Otherwise, we'll leave it on. It's no problem if we turn it off either way. Just whatever anybody feels comfortable or not comfortable with. Okay, then we'll keep it, keep it going. Let me know if there's any concern about that as we go along. Okay. Okay, so now, um, so now we're going to go to the third step. And we're going to locate our awareness inside the hand and then see what you see from there. Lori is saying, but not in words. I am the hand closest to your heart space. Every time you open your heart space, you open my heart space. Oh, that's so sweet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? I've been thinking lately about best friend, and it's kind of like, like my hand is saying, you know, I'm its best friend. Mm. Mm. My joints feel creaky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Feels like a Tin Man situation down there. You need some oil. <laughs> Anything else that you are aware of within the hand? Do you know sometimes this helps to do just to close your eyes when you do this too? Lisa, I think it'll help a lot if you close your eyes. Did you have something, Lisa? Yeah, I was trying there. <clears throat> I'm unmuted. Um so my hand wants to do something. It just, it wants to be useful. And um, actually it wants to be useful. It would like to do something that benefits me in some way, something that's helpful. It's kind of a friendly hand. Mm. Is there any particular movement that yeah, it's changed. So now it's kind of, it's not clutching, it's not clinging, but it's just kind of rhythmic. 
reminds me a little bit of um, anemones or, you know, products under the ocean. It's kind of like foraging almost as, and sensing as things go by, like air. It's just become kind of a, a sensory object, almost like a little organ on its own. Ah. Interesting. Rosemary? Yeah, I think it wants um, more attention to how it feels when I'm doing things, um, to be aware of what things feel like, um, which I'm not always generally not aware of. And it wants to move in a more um, gentle and tender way. Different information we were getting, right? Very different. Anyone else? Yeah. Oh, I'm just pushing. My hand is young, new, as if it was just created. And doesn't really see because the periscope is closed. But it feels cool and sweat. Feels the motion of the fingers, feels the air moving around it. Sorry, one more thing, and I'll go again that words. My hand in my nail, this architone, is saying to me, you realize that I'm, I have my own sense of self, but we're really talking about you. Mm. We're not disconnected. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's, Um, my left hand is feeling empathy for my right hand <laughs> because my right hand has um, really bad arthritis in the thumb and the left hand realizes that that's so because it doesn't do as much as the right hand does. Uh, my hand just wants to go to my heart. Just wants to go to my heart. It's like a mutual. Okay, now we have another step. <clears throat> so the next step is connecting with energy and connect with the hand. So we connect with energy and we connect with the hand and we're connecting with the energy of the universe. So if we 
With the hand, we connect with energy, and it connects to the energy of the universe. Try that. <coughs> and we're really having to look deep there. Really have a strong sensation of energy in the hand, which some of you have mentioned. Hand wants to touch another person's aura. It wants to have that direct experience of energy contact. Yeah. Mine feels like it's being pulled into some flow. Take a minute more of that. Anyone have anything else? Sure. Rosemary? Yeah, it just, well, I was using both. And, um, and um, yeah, it just was like this um, beautiful connector to um, the energy of the universe. And just, it's kind of like the fingers were, um, um, diffusing diffusing energy but also um receiving at the same time yeah so I, I love this you know like when we are looking to kind of um take a deep breath or feel the expanse we it's what we do right we i mean what's what i do i open my eyes it's what i do I open my eyes. so um this was with more intention so i liked it thank you
And I, I wanted to say too, and I, I got you, Lisa. Kind of just, it is, this reminds me a lot of, um, if you've ever done uh, Tai Chi or Qigong, mm -hmm. you know, how you, you feel the energy and you can gather it and then you push it through the body and push it. This is what this reminds me of. Mm -hmm. yes. um, Lisa. Uh, um, the energy going through my hand from the universe, the word that came to my mind is creative and create. Oh, yeah. My hand was, my hand was the top of my hand looking at it, and then my hand just wanted to turn over kind of like a cup, and then it just kind of sort of went right into a resting place, kind of like entropy, where the energy goes out. Um, and earlier, I had the same reaction as Lisa Kunst, where looking my hand, what my hand was saying to me was use, use me. <laughs> and I said, well, use me how? I said, well, I'm not so sure. So, I, but I think the universe has a creative energy that it pushes through us. Maybe yeah. that, but okay, that's all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Okay. One more, because it was kind of silent to me. So to start, as soon as I started um, drawing the energy and holding it with my hand, all these other spaces in my body opened up. And it was like, whoosh. Mm. Yeah, it was a lot. Wow, that's interesting. Is that disturbing or? It was, um, um, I got blasted. Oh, blasted <laughs> with the other thing. Wow. Yeah. I did well, yeah, that church. We're all generating a lot of energy here and it's yeah. it makes it grow. Yeah. Okay, I think Chris was gonna say something. I didn't experience very much until I brought both hands in. And then I had the sense of both hands pulling in energy from all around and of a big band of energy stretching between the two. It felt kind of like you described with Qi Gong. And then the, the energy became more intense around each hand, but it didn't spread. It stayed at the same distance, but got stronger and it was wanting to do something with the energy, but didn't know what. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. Jane. Yeah, it felt suddenly like it was the most important part of my body with all the attention I was paying it. And I wanted to lift in prayer, like this is sacred. It wanted just to, you know, like bow my head and just lift in prayer. Oh, nice. That's lovely. That's really lovely. Yeah. Okay. So immediately I saw the intersection of two lines in a very, in the point of the intersection. But the point wasn't small, but it was 
very far away, and it was it was kind of like going through space. And and there's that line, is it a mission king thing where about the small is as large as the mm. yeah. So that's that's what I saw there that that you know, or something small was actually enormous right there. And I had noticed how those lines crossed and my it, the light was just so that it was really uh, clear. Well, this is really wonderful. So what do we make of this? There was, there was one more. Oh, go ahead. I was going to offer uh, one thing that was interesting for that experience was as I started to, well, first of all, your analogy to uh, Tai Chi and everything resonated with me. I practice martial arts and we do a lot of key and hand ex exercises and work there. So I'm very used to tapping into that and like feeling energy flow out of my hands. So to drop into that space is familiar. But as I was dropping into it, um, the wind chimes blew outside and I felt in my hand like the energy of the wind and like the air and everything surrounding us like flow past like <laughs> add more you know what I mean it's like more something around here as our, pull it again. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay that's great yeah so so what is the point of all this um so we're the point of it to start with is one is to feel that dynamic energy that we talked about that actually Katagiri talked about. That's the the dynamic original energy that it's here. It's all around us. It's in us, right? That's so partially it's to, to kind of demonstrate that that's physically, we can actually physically be aware of that. And second of all, that in the exercises, we were going to different levels of, of awareness. We were doing different things with our awareness. So at first, we were just plain old ordinary mind awareness. And then as you go deeper, you go to the subtle, so you see a little bit different thing at a different level, but you see more than you normally do. And then the third one is actually going into it and so um, why is that important is that's, I think, what happens in meditation as well is the same sort of movement and being able to see or be aware, to necessarily to see, um, but to be aware of things in a much, much more subtle way. And I think that, the, that a lot of the stuff that Dogen is talking about, it seems like a lot of times that guy's on drugs. But what he, you know, when he's in heavy states of meditation and in samadhi, and so he senses these similar sorts of things. So that was kind of what this is about. It's just to kind of experience what we read about all the time, rather than just read about it and intellectualize about it. I mean, that's all fine and good, but to actually sense some of that stuff is useful. Zen has a predilection, I think, for direct experience. And so that's why I think it's good to do these exercises. Okay, well, that's all I, oh, I'm kind of on time, aren't I? <laughs>
or am I only uh, 30 minutes early? Okay, I'm 30 minutes early. <laughs> so we can have tea time. Okay, we made tea time. So the next 30 minutes is tea time. Well, till, it's actually till 320. It's 23 minutes. Oh, 23 minutes, okay. Cool, so we have 23 minutes of drinking tea, and then we'll meet you back here. And then we'll be sitting at Zazen, I think. Okay, thank you very much for your participation. <laughs>